TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Jeff Bell. Well, Governor Newsom cleared up the mystery today about why he canceled his trip to the U.N. Climate Summit after almost two weeks of online speculation. Yeah, pundits and critics have been playing Where's Gavin, fueling all kinds of bizarre Twitter rumors that the governor hopes he laid to rest today. Well, that's right, Jeff and Patty, the usually high-profile governor, he's been laying low for almost two weeks, holding no public events since he scrubbed his planned trip to Scotland at the time he cited family obligations. Now, of course, politics hates a vacuum, so that empty space was filled with speculation that he'd suffered ill effects from his COVID booster shot, among other things, and Newsom remained silent, not refuting any of these silly rumors. He did put out a photo on on Halloween of his family all in costume. He posted a video on about Diwali last week in which he looked just fine. He was a guest at the lavish high society wedding of heiress Ivy Getty at San Francisco City Hall over the weekend. We posted photos on Twitter up from that that showed Newsom in attendance. So he was not as invisible as some claimed and he clearly was just fine. But he hadn't had any public appearances, official ones. So he finally emerged this afternoon to address a California Forward Economic Summit. And he finally said that the reason he did not go to Scotland and, and that COP26 summit uh, was because his kids intervened and were upset that he and his wife, Jennifer Siebel Newsom, were going to miss Holland. Halloween, so they decided to stay home and skip the trip. Uh, but at the time, they just told us family obligations. Now, not everybody will believe his story, of course, and he could have avoided all of this by just saying that at the outset. But there you have it. And yes, the governor looked absolutely fine today, and his office says no, he did not have any negative reaction from that booster shot two weeks ago, Jeff and Patty. All right. So, Doug, the governor has been in the political arena for so long. He is such a seasoned politician. Do you think he had to have had some idea that his reduced visibility was going to light up the Twitter sphere? Uh, you know, you'd think, but l- look at the things he's done over the years. He's not always great at messaging. He obviously can be, you know, a bit tone deaf at times. He's had his well-documented blunders. And I think in this case, he obviously, you know, it may have been, uh, let's assume that what he said is is, is true, that, you know, they, they just didn't want to miss Halloween and their kids rebelled and said, oh, come on. And they decided to stay home, also knowing that they had this big wedding to go to the following weekend. And I'll point out, you know, because people had said, um, oh, he skipped the climate summit to go to this wedding. No, he was supposed to be in Scotland November 1st through 3rd. The wedding was November 6th, so there was no conflict there. But uh, assuming we take him at face value, um, you know, he may have felt that if he had said, well, I'm not going to go to Scotland because I want to be with my kids for Halloween, that there would have been blowback from that. And he didn't want to, so he just used the, you know, um, euphemistic family obligations, uh, but that didn't satisfy a lot of people. And I think it would have been fine if three days later he'd had a news conference and two days after that he'd done one of his vaccine clinics or, you know, the types of things he's been doing. But that coupled with his disappearance from the public eye for almost two weeks, I think, fueled all of this. And they probably should have known better than to just have him lay low and and think that that was going to go over okay. Doug, this all had me thinking of would this brouhaha, the Where's Gavin game, been 
as robust a few years ago, four years ago, when Twitter wasn't as popular or there weren't so many conspiracy theories and and, and the vaccine hesitancy, you know, they linking it to he just had his booster shot. I mean, do you think that would have occurred? Oh, probably not. And for example, if Jerry Brown, if this had been happening to Governor Brown, I mean, Jerry Brown kept a pretty low profile. He might go a long time without these kinds of events. So nobody would have thought twice about it. But because Gavin Newsom has been so visible leading up to the recall and then since the recall, his sort of victory lap all around California, uh, this was sort of uh, out of character for him. And yeah, as you say, sure, Twitter, I mean, four years ago, Twitter was pretty big, but say, let's go back eight or 10 years. No, and certainly not in a pandemic uh, that fuels all of this. And of course, Gavin Newsom, as we know, has a pretty large uh, subset out there of fierce critics. And there's this whole industry on Twitter of making up stuff and spreading lies and starting rumors. And, you know, this one went on so long that it finally burbled into the mainstream media. But no, I think there's no doubt that this would have been a different picture a couple of years ago. Well, here's a counter argument to all of this. I mean, I think you could make the case that this is ultimately going to work in Gavin Newsom's favor. I mean, some of the, the haters, if you will, out there have said he's too slick. He's too strategic in every move that he puts out there. Maybe some people are going to look at this and say, hey, the guy really is a true family man. Boy, you're, you're <laughs> that's an optimistic no, huh? view. I think I'm more of a cynic than you are. I mean, it's possible. You know, I'll say on the Halloween thing, you know, I, I mentioned before we were going to go to Scotland and cover this conference. Uh, there were some logistical issues, uh, partly because the governor gave us such late notice. And I got pushed back in my household. I mean, I would have had to leave on Halloween and my kids were not happy. My wife was not happy. So at the time when he said family obligations, my you know, I jokingly said to my colleagues, oh, it sounds like someone else doesn't want to miss Halloween either. And that's what it turned out to be, according to the governor. Um, so I can relate to that as a father of young kids, you know, that conflict between your work obligations and wanting to be there for your kids at what has become a really big day every year in a family Halloween. Um, but but I, 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 you know, I don't know the kind of people that are remember at the time when he said he was going to that conference. Some people said, oh, you're going to have too big a carbon footprint, and this is a dog and pony show, and why are you wasting all this jet fuel? And now people are saying, oh, my gosh, you skipped this important planetary event so you could go trick-or-treating. That's an outrage. I mean, I think he's damned if he do and damned if he does, no matter how he plays something like this. Okay, so we had a fireside chat today. He's going to be more visible starting tomorrow, correct? He's got an appearance in L.A.? Right. And they, I'll tell you, they made a point of letting us know way sooner than usual. I mean, typically what happens is we get something maybe around this time of day or a little later about what he's going to do the next day. This morning, while everyone was saying, well, a fireside chat today, but he's not taking questions from reporters. When is he going to answer questions from reporters? They gave us more than 24 hours notice that he will have a news conference tomorrow. So he's going to go to a, a vaccine and flu shot clinic in Los Angeles somewhere and promote um, you know, getting vaccinated and getting that booster shot uh, and take questions directly from the media. And I'm sure he will be asked point blank, did you have any ill effects from that booster? And his office has already said, no, he absolutely did not. I'm sure he'll be asked about all of this tomorrow. It'll probably dominate the conversation. But the point of the appearance, and there'll be more appearances to come, I'm sure, is to get more people vaccinated or to get them to get that booster shot because uh, immunity is waning from those initial vaccines. And California is actually in a bit of a spike all of a sudden with numbers climbing. Uh, the rate is climbing, and he fears that we're heading into a winter surge. All right, Doug. Well, I know you'll be following this for us, and we'll check back with you tomorrow for more on that and much more. All right. Thank you, Jeff and Patty. Remember, you can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
news. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.